0: What's up, ladies and gentlemen, it's Matthew Anthony Hawkins here with another around town in Chilliwack podcast. I hope you're having a great day. This episode is brought to you by Sarah Sovereign Photography. Sarah's done uh, a number of amazing photos for my family, and I've also had a chance to uh, work with her on some creative projects. So you can find her on Facebook at Sarah Sovereign Photography, or if you go to sarahsovereign.com, you can check out all of her amazing work talented artist. Highly recommend her. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I present to you a podcast episode with Joanna from Old Yale Brewing. I hope you enjoy. Joanna, how's it going?
1: Very well, thank you. How are you?
0: Good. Thanks for uh, joining me on our podcast this morning.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Wait, should we say it's this morning? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I was it's gonna 11. say
1: there's nothing wrong with uh, having a little beer in the morning.
0: Well, what time does uh, Old Yale Brewing open up?
1: Oh. Between eleven and twelve, there we depending go, depending on the day. So I'm pretty used to it. <laughs> there you go.
0: So why don't you tell me who who are you?
1: Who am I? I am the tasting room manager at Old Yale Brewing.
0: Yes, yeah. which is located
1: in Chilliwack on South Sumas Road.
0: Yes, brand new tasting room. Well, it's yes. not even brand new anymore. Oh, it feels about a like year it's and
1: still. A half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. like to keep it up, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: So how long have you been at Old Yale now?
1: Uh, about three and a half years, something like that. A little okay. over three years. Yeah.
0: Wow. So what? How'd you get? How'd you get started with? Uh, actually, well, before we get going there, we have we're drinking beer and talking about beer. Well, of course. So <laughs> which one are we uh, gonna sample here first?
1: Um, Should we do Old Yale? It seems fitting. I, I feel like that's fitting. Sure.
0: All right, here I'll let you do the honors. All
1: right, funky bottle opener. No one can see that. But.
0: <laughs> I, I I know it says Okanagan.
1: You know, no judgment circle, no judgment circle. But no, no,
0: but the thing is, it's so cool. That it is really. I mean. can't let go of it. So what are we? Uh, what are we going to be sampling today?
1: We have our latest release here from Oldio Brewing, uh, the Oak Aged uh, Braggot. Ah,
0: so tell me about the Oak Aged Braggot.
1: Um, I find it's a style that not a lot of people know about, but it is one of my favorites. Not too common. Um, it's basically partially mead and partially ale.
0: Okay. So brewing process on it. Why don't you tell me?
1: You got to brew the mead. So you got to pick your honey. Um, and then you get that going with some wine yeast and then you, uh, make your, make your ale on top of that. We did some dry hopping. We, um, steeped some oak spindles in there. Very, very complex. Very, very layered beer. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Not your typical beer.
1: Nope. Yep, not at all.
0: And it's, it's very cloudy there's a lot of uh, color to it
1: yeah if you um you know if you filter it out too much you're going to lose a lot of those oh, delicate yeah. uh, flavors so for sure
0: yeah well cheers. cheers and it smells really good oh yeah like it doesn't even it doesn't smell like a beer like there's just so much going on there almost like a juice smell to it
1: yeah yeah it is pretty juicy um I think a lot of it had to do with the actual honey that we picked we uh we did some serious vetting just to get the right one, the right kind of flavors, make sure it's nice and floral. Yeah. So there's 900 pounds of that in this batch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is that local honey too? Yeah, you betcha. Wow.
1: Yeah. I think it's the Fraser River um, Honey Farm. Okay. Honey farm? Yeah.
0: So that's one of the things about Old Yale that you guys pride yourself on, is it very, trying to be as local much. as possible?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We do local hops, you know, right across the street. Um yeah, anything that we can our bc lager has um rye from anita's grain so yeah anything we right down do. the street yeah you i think
0: you can see their mill from your yeah I place. Think so.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah um and then this was a wasn't this a collaborative beer too
1: yes yeah with two crows so they're okay. over in halifax yeah i um, basically wrote the recipe together through email and then when it came time to brew it they flew on out really yeah <laughs> how Very long did cautious. they hang out with you guys um i believe they pretty much came out just for that for that day it was kind of wow yeah unfortunately i missed the actual action but oh really yeah were you
0: off on one of your beer adventures that you take
1: probably yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's a thing i do my beer cations (laughs) yes
0: so what do you do for your beer cations
1: um honestly it's just kind of winging it so you just pick a place and then you research all the breweries around it so it, yeah. it, I think most people probably do it the other way where you would go and figure out well where are all the breweries that you want to go to and then you fly there I'm like no I just close my eyes point on the map and then figure it out yeah that's how I ended up in Colorado and learned so much more about the beer culture there really um I was kind of blown away yeah
0: so what when did you go there
1: uh it was like exactly a year ago
0: okay yeah and then like how long were you down there
1: Uh, Four days.
0: Four days. And then how many breweries did you hit?
1: Oh, my goodness. I want to say we kind of took it easy because Colorado is really spread out. So I'm just going to say about between six and eight.
0: Still. It's impressive. (laughs) Yeah. and was there one that really stuck out for you while you were down there
1: um there was a few actually there's really interesting locations so there was uh an old school like a hundred year old school that they converted all these different classrooms into different businesses yeah so there was a brew pub uh bristol bristol brewing okay. and um it was awesome and then you walk down the hallway And there's a distillery, and then another room is a bakery, and another one's a coffee shop. Wow. And then the uh, tasting room manager there directed us to this other one that's in a 100-year-old church that was only a little bit away. So That's crazy. They were just getting going, so there was like a jockey box in the corner, and just these bar height tables, very open, you know, Yeah. hardwood floors, but it was really cool concept
0: yeah that's awesome yeah. was that in denver then or
1: that was in i believe that was in um colorado springs okay
0: yeah very cool yeah yeah colorado is definitely known for their craft beer market and...
1: yeah yeah it was huge it was so much bigger than i could have imagined i mean i know there's a lot of heavy hitters there yeah. a lot of history there but all those little guys it's so cool yeah very cool
0: <laughs> so why do you see there's There's such a resurgence of craft beer. I feel like we've almost hit a plateau now. Like it feels like there's so
1: much. Yeah, it Um, is. It is pretty crowded for sure. But But um, why
0: all of a sudden all these people jumping on the craft beer market?
1: I think a lot of it is the education of it. Like people want something different. People's palates are getting more and more refined. It's going with that. You know, you want fine food. You want a fine beverage sure there's cocktails there's you know that kind of thing there's wine everybody knows about wine sommeliers that kind of thing Mm -hmm. um but now there's so much going on with beer there's so much creativity that i think that you know the education part of you can pair this with this and, and learning about all of that is important and just people want something different right very different
0: so working in the tasting room what do you find uh with most people what are they looking for
1: what are they looking for? It it Honestly, it varies. Does it? A lot. There isn't
0: like a common theme through most people?
1: Not, not really. I mean, there's definitely s- the trend that's not going away is IPAs. Yeah. Everybody kind of wants on that. It's an ever-evolving kind of style. Yeah. Um, But you're, you're getting tons of different kinds of people who are just getting into it or people who say, well, I drink wine, so what will I like? Or, you know, I don't drink beer at all. I you know, usually only drink Budweiser, like, you know, so we really pride ourselves on being able to direct people to something that will work for them. Because I always say that there is, you know, beer isn't for everybody, but there's at least one beer out there for everybody. Right. Just one. Yeah. For example, the one we're drinking, if you like wine or you like mead, you're probably going to like this. (laughs)
0: It's like a gateway.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So let's go back for a second. IPAs. Mm -hmm. We're on the West Coast. IPA where the West Coast is known for IPAs.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, in fact, Old Yale Brewing, uh, one of my favorite IPAs, West Coast IPA,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, which has been like relatively unchanged for a long time. Yeah, right?
1: absolutely. Yeah. It's so, been four years. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So I love it. So let's just go from there. Okay. But I'm just talking with a few friends. They go, I, I wish they'd try something a little different with their IPA
1: yeah so is that there's like i said there's all those other trends going on people want milkshake ipas or
0: which you guys have done a banana milkshake one
1: yeah yeah we've definitely played around with um the different options you just can't always get them packaged and out there but it's nice to experiment so we've done the fresh hops um
0: yeah your dry hop um yeah the sorry the wet hopped ipa Mm -hmm. um that was delicious
1: yeah we've done the imperials um doubles um you know there's there's just uh there's a lot of things you can do with it so people do always want something different playing around with different hops um, yeah. single hop series and again i think that's a great educational tool as well to be able to explain to people the diff the real differences that hops make in yeah, the Yeah, so, for
0: sure yeah. so like one with your with your west coast
1: mm-hmm.
0: how how likely are you guys to like adjust that that beer because it's it's kind of a staple of.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't think that there would be any adjustments to that beer itself. I think that if we're, if we're going to make any changes, we'll just make a different IPA. Yeah, like entirely. It's sort of like you lock down a recipe and it's part of your core lineup, and it, you know, it's is a good, it's a good beer. Don't, you know, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Kind of right. You know. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, which again is true with your Sasquatch Stout. Yes. Like, exactly. You know, award winning. <laughs> Uh, amazing stout that uh, it's, you know, it's a key staple of your your guys' lineup.
1: Yeah, I think it's probably our most awarded beer. It's been winning awards straight out of the gate. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, not a lot of people know that, but we've won the award for the best stout in all of North America. I mean, there was no winner that year but still <laughs> yeah. we were still the best in north america so yeah um we'll we'll take it I think yeah more people should know about that best beer in canada best beer in north america
0: yeah All for right. sure <laughs> what you guys have like your awards sitting up on the the back shelf in the uh some tasting of them. room some, some of them you know some, some of impressive reasons. looking
1: ones <laughs> we do have boxes of other stuff so yeah. <laughs> we'll find a way to put them out there because we take great pride in it
0: yeah for sure yeah. and you should Um, so like one of the things I love that you guys do, you started doing once you had the tasting room is, um, and not to just keep going back to the West Coast IPA, but you'll take like the West Coast IPA and adjust the recipe. And then on Wednesdays, you'll do like a a cask, like a one-off, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Gives us the opportunity to, again, be able to play around with things without you know, too much of an investment and you get to get a lot of feedback from people. Oh yeah. You know, find out, hey, this is working. Okay. Well, maybe we should brew something like that in the future. Yeah. Gives us that that creativity as well for the brewmasters to be able to um you know. Well, you exercise you just that creativity. Make one <laughs>
0: cask and if it doesn't turn out you only made one cask, right? Yeah, exactly. And if it did, then you can go, okay, well, maybe we need to play with that a little bit, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Do you have a cask that you guys have done that you really enjoyed?
1: Oh, my goodness. There's like been... one that sticks out? <laughs> There's been a few. Um, I mean, I'm not one for spice, but I think the one that really stands out in my memory is being kind of out there was our ghost pepper stout. Um, okay. Yeah. Right. I've heard about it. I've never <laughs> tried it. <laughs> it was just for the Harrison uh, Beer Fest the one year, and... It was interesting. It was pretty intense. Um, you know, mixed mixed reviews, but the people who loved the spice just just kept drinking it all night. We had a couple guys that were determined to help us finish it, and that was 40 liters. Wow. <laughs> uh, so that one definitely stands out in my mind. Yeah, was, I could see why. <laughs> <laughs> it had a lot of flavor, but I just, I can't do spice like that. <laughs> yeah,
0: for sure. Um, so one of the... <laughs> I play hockey with Dale. Mm-hmm. Dale's one of uh, the staff members at Old Yale delivery guy and
1: yeah.
0: kind of, and he's in the back and stuff. He's kind of, well, you guys all wear multiple hats. Like it's never just one ne- thing necessarily. Yeah. Um, but he had a, a cask that you guys did. Uh, it was a peanut butter one.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what,
0: what was it with that?
1: His, his, uh, his peanut butter for the, um, for the beer mess.
0: Yes, yes, yeah, that's what it was. The 12 was, Days of Beermas. Yeah.
1: Um, man, that was a really, really good beer. Yeah? I i don't know. I'm, I never got to try it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it was honestly amazing. Of course, I had to grab, okay, well, Dead Frogs and Peanut Butter Stout as well. And I was just like, this is so amazing. They're, yeah. just, they're both such solid beers, so... I don't. I don't know. So, did, like, <laughs> when you guys
0: do those the the beer mess, mm-hmm. do you guys each get to get involved and pick it, like, make a different beer?
1: Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. So the brewmaster works with the um all of the employees to be able to create their ultimate recipe. Um, it could be completely out there, or it could be just whatever they like. You so, know? what did you
0: make this last
1: year? Uh, well, Erica and I uh teamed up and we made a wasale. So a wassail quad. We just sort of took post-it notes and wrote down our ultimate beer and then slapped him down on the table and said we're going to combine them and it's it cool. worked. We we were pretty simpatico. So if yeah. you've been in the tasting room, I, you can usually pick up on that. So mm-hmm. um it worked really well for our beer. I like to go big or go home on my beers. So yeah. this one was a little bit less than the year before. For me, it was about a 12 or 13% beer. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. That's it. What was <laughs> last year? 18.
0: Like wow. Yeah. And what was uh what was the beer last year? It
1: was a red barley one.
0: That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> Eighteen percent. Yeah, that's it's a glass of wine.
1: Well, essentially, <laughs> <laughs> but beer—it's best of both worlds.
0: <laughs> so one of the things, like, it's if you go into the tasting room at LDL, chances are it's you and Erica. Oh yeah, right.
1: Um,
0: and so Erica, who I've learned uh, her nickname is Ears,
1: yes, <laughs>
0: because that's her initials or something like that. That's so her
1: initials, music, all that. Yeah.
0: Um what what do you guys do to try and make the tasting room as you know as good of a hangout a, a beer drinking tavern like what do you do to make it as best as possible
1: uh it's definitely the customer relations if you walk in there like we want to know your name we want to know what you like we we want to get to know you um we're if you have any questions feel free talk to us you know we um we've gone through some schooling so we care about this industry. And so we just want to have a conversation with you. Um, it's always a no judgment circle, no matter what. Um, and yeah, education for sure. Yeah, totally.
0: Um, that's one of the, like you guys have been huge, just my craft beer, um, education, if we want to call it that, um, just from going in and just trying stuff. And especially with the tasting room, like before, when you guys were in the warehouse,
1: yeah. It was basically
0: a, a growler fill. You might, you could have a, a sample station for yeah. sure. Uh, whereas now you can come in, get a paddle. Um, you can actually taste the beer, sit around, compare them between other ones. And
1: yeah, yeah. We always want to make ourselves available as well. Because when you mentioned the other place um, and being so small, yeah, we were, business was a lot slower, obviously, but you really got that time to leave the groundwork to get to know those customers because you could just stand and hang out and you know it was so close-knit you'd have eight people in there i would it would seem like it was busy but everybody's getting to know each other everybody's standing around sipping on this new little sample and just making friends and that's what it's all about you yeah know? yeah cool
0: so aside from beer, you also have some other obsessions.
1: Well, I have a I have a few hobbies. Yeah. <laughs> I I know we share a common interest in that. <laughs> video games. Okay. So
0: video games. What what you said you have a few though. What else are that um, I'm learning this right now?
1: Oh well. <laughs> um, I have a small vinyl collection. I've got the toy collection. Okay. You know. Um, See, the I didn't know one... you were into
0: toy collections. So. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, got that going on as well. Um, I've also been playing guitar for a while, so I got a bit of a gear collection in that respect. It's been a while since I've been able to pick it up because I think the, you know, you have a lot of hobbies. Something's gonna have to give it oh, at yeah, one point. Sure. So yeah. definitely, the biggest collection is a video game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so when you say co- biggest collection, what what are we talking about? Like, are um, you?
1: I have a retro video game room, so I think we've got something like fifteen consoles hooked up at the moment we got it so
0: hooked up at the moment. What do you mean? Like they're all hooked up to one TV? Yes, and yeah. you can just like turn it on and play
1: it. And yeah, <laughs> I think we've got two of those going on. We went out and specifically got an older TV so that we could use all the you know the light guns and whatnot. Yeah, so. <laughs> which
0: people are always surprised when I tell them. Like they were like, "Oh, I wish I could play Duck Hunt." Well, that, that's cool,
1: but <laughs>
0: they don't know that the modern TV. Like your plasma or your L C D or LED TV, it won't work.
1: Yeah, the light reflection doesn't work. Because yeah, <laughs> it's not a happen.
0: slow enough TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what it is. Yeah. Like the old school TVs, you could take out your camera and film it and you'd see like the, the mm-hmm. lines going down like crazy. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Whereas
0: modern TVs won't <laughs> yeah, you won't you see, that. see
1: that. Yeah. yeah.
0: You need those lines going down. <laughs> yeah. In yeah. order to play Duck Hunt.
1: Exactly. It's an older game. It's an older console. You don't need to I have an older TV to make everything work just right. Yeah,
0: <laughs> so you got 15 consoles hooked up to that.
1: It's something like that. Yeah. So what are
0: we talking about? Like which consoles?
1: Um. Oh my goodness, this may take a. We've got the Nintendo Super Nintendo, um, N64, GameCube, the Sega Master System, Dreamcast, Sega Saturn, um, obviously the Genesis with all of the, the things. So the 32x, the Sega CD. We've got a couple of Ataris 2600, 2800, the Panasonic 3DO, um, the PlayStation 2, PlayStation 1, (laughs) Uh, ColecoVision, and Television. I think I think that's all of them that are hooked up right now. Yeah,
0: that's crazy. <laughs> You're making
1: my brain work with what the about like <laughs>
0: with like the Super Nintendo? Yeah, or even the Nintendo. Do you have mm-hmm. like the top loading Nintendo console as well? Or
1: no, I wish. Yeah. <laughs> is that
0: on the list of oh, things 100%. to eventually? Yeah, yeah,
1: you got to get all the variables right. <laughs> oh,
0: because like Japan had their own consoles of right. Um, I think even they had their own N sixty four set up too. Mm-hmm. And
1: yeah, yeah, I, yeah. They had some interesting stuff coming out that you just didn't see over here.
0: Yeah. Even some of the games that uh, came out for Nintendo and stuff that I remember friends having it. They had family back in Hong Kong or mm. Japan or wherever and they'd bring stuff back <laughs> and you're like, what is this game and where did you get it?
1: It's pretty interesting. We went to the um, the the video game expo and we picked up some stuff there that's like what is this? I don't know. It's all yeah. in Japanese, but I have to have it. <laughs> yeah. like, price tag on it still says however many yen, and it's this is so cool. And did
0: you plug it in and play it? No, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, or was things, it boxed?
1: It was boxed and oh, okay. sealed. Yeah. That, that,
0: that's the only reason I'm thinking why you didn't play it. Just yeah. it's, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think one of them's Street Fighter, and I can't remember what the other one is, but I just, I just can't bring myself to open it. Something all right. Like that. <laughs> so you ready
0: for a little uh, flash quiz here?
1: Oh no. Come
0: on. <laughs> Alright, so favorite game on each console and we'll I'll fire the console at oh, you anyway, okay. <laughs> and you give me your So on the NES.
1: On the NES, um I'm gonna have to go with something that's just original, honestly. I played so much just Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. That was my thing. I was working on speed rounds all the time. Wow. My best time to complete the entire game, no warps, um, thirty two minutes. Wow. Yeah. I was like, didn't record it, but I hear that's pretty impressive. That is impressive. <laughs> and
0: no warps, too. Like, yeah, that's full Oh, game. no, I'm yeah. so
1: against that whenever I play. I'm like, I'm like a completionist. <laughs> You've got to get every coin, kill every enemy. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> every secret box. <laughs> nice. Okay.
0: Uh, Genesis.
1: Oh, Mortal Kombat. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You're
0: a Mortal Kombat oh, junkie. Totally. Yeah.
1: 100%. That is my jam. <laughs> uh,
0: Super Nintendo.
1: Super Nintendo. You know, I never really, for some reason, I never really cared as much about Super Nintendo. I was still just on working on those speed rounds with yeah. <laughs> Mario when it came out. I was just like, no, no, it's fine. Um, yeah, I'd say, again, I was just sticking with Mario at that time. Nintendo has never been it's never my one of your, yeah? my console. So,
0: like, Virtual Boy?
1: Virtual Boy. <laughs> um, do, you, do, do you play- own one? No, I don't own no. one of those. Do you want to, though? I mean... It's terrible, but I got to have it. Yeah. I
0: remember playing tennis on that thing. And I loved oh, it. Oh, <laughs> I got so sick though, but I loved it. Yeah. Cause I played it for like thing. an hour just, and oh, oh.
1: it just kills your eyes and you yeah. can't, I mean, I played it in, I think it was Toys R Us had it set up and I was like, Oh, this is so cool. And I was like, Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> Even then like, yeah. I don't want this at all. <laughs>
0: what about like handhelds, like uh turbo graphics?
1: Um, Oh man. Yeah. You have
0: Let's a see, favorite on that?
1: I, I don't play a lot of Turbo Graphics either. No. no. Okay. Yeah. Let's See, the the Genesis was my jam. All right. Handheld. PlayStation,
0: original PlayStation.
1: Tony Tony Hawk. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
0: that was that was a. <laughs> that was an industry changing game.
1: It really was, and all the music on there, and it was like, yeah, yeah, that like I think you wanted was to like
0: be a skateboarder. You want yeah. to? Yeah. I couldn't skate worth my life for my life, and I still <laughs> wanted to try it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it was fun. It, it got me skateboarding, actually. It's, Did it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Nice>. for sure. <laughs> and it on.
0: was like the open world aspect of it was just yeah. insane. Like you just go wherever you want. And,
1: yeah. 100%. Yeah. A hundred percent.
0: And PlayStation 2?
1: PlayStation 2. I think there was a lot of going from PlayStation 1 into PlayStation 2. So just the revamped versions of it. Yeah. Um, Twisted Metal as well. Okay. yeah that. Yeah. One.
0: Yeah. Um, why don't we switch over to something more modern uh, the xbox the original xbox
1: i don't do xbox you don't that do it at like, all that is the one thing where i is there a reason I mean, why we have we have one but it's modded out to have like all the other games on it like every console that kind of thing i think it's the controllers i'm really really fussy with my controllers uh it's like the gamecube uh, i'm just like i well, hated the
0: hate of the gamecube hate controllers that. yeah. that's the whole reason i never bought one because i hated it
1: yeah i was like you know, we have lots of games that are for the GameCube and for for the PS One, and it's just like no, I'm <laughs> yeah. not doing this, <laughs> yeah not at all. So, um yeah. So
0: you never got into the Xbox?
1: No, no, definitely PlayStation for sure. <laughs> and then,
0: like most modern, what's the like latest game that you've been playing?
1: The latest one I think was the new Mortal Combat. Um, oh, we just got Diablo as well, so we started okay. playing that.
0: Yeah, yeah. there's like. A classic It's yeah. it's it's a classic already <laughs> yeah exactly cool uh and then what about like an arcade console arcade game
1: galaga galaga that is like my other obsession right when super mario brothers and that kind of thing it was like when i would go to the arcade um yeah that was a big one lethal enforcers oh yeah. always that and and anything where you could drive because you're young so it's like all those peripherals <laughs> yeah. it's like yes so i
0: there's I a nascar <laughs> one that i love to play as a kid that was yeah i i never liked nascar
1: no <laughs> but
0: when you hop in the arcade booth and you you play that was different that was a whole other story
1: yeah and cruising usa real. cruising usa that was a big one for yeah. sure yeah. <laughs> loved it loved what was it.
0: the other one ah uh, the, the ridge or it's green i can't remember the name of it now oh i totally Same know style. which
1: one you're talking about <laughs> yeah <laughs> that bright green but like it wasn't neon. daytona 500. no no it was...
0: no it was like just like a street racing kind yeah, of thing yeah yeah
1: can yeah. remember what it's called but i know the one but galaga
0: i i remember when i figured out how to get two ships
1: oh yeah and that blew my mind <laughs> right yeah
0: I'm like how did i not know this for so long
1: that is that is the thing you need that yeah if you don't
0: have that like you're screwed in that game
1: hundred oh, yeah. percent. yeah
0: and then when you lose it you're ah oh, oh, then the you're worst. really
1: screwed because you had to give up one ship and then you've had to give it up again so it's like yeah whatever game over i guess So, if you're listening
0: (laughs) and you've never had two ships in galaga do it yeah just look it up on youtube
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure you have a video out there that's i had
0: i got obsessed with it on uh xbox they had it on the xbox arcade oh yeah Mm -hmm. just download it for like four bucks or something yeah and then then i got obsessed with it on the arcade because i liked it before Mm -hmm. but once i started for whatever reason i just got obsessed on
1: Xbox there, playing it. And. There's something about playing it on the arcade. Like I have it for a couple other consoles, but
0: Yeah, totally. In the arcade is just same with where Pac- my at. Same with Pac-Man.
1: Yeah, exactly. Pac-Man is
0: built for the arcade.
1: Yeah. I can't play that on a console. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's just not right. It, just, it feels weird. Um the other one that I love playing on the arcade is I um Centipede.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. for but sure.
0: With a trackball, I can't imagine what that would be like
1: cuz that was how the game originally came <laughs> yeah. out. I, yeah, I've played it with that before. It's terrifying
0: (laughs) yeah because because you can people don't realize you can move up and down yeah they just assume like with galaga you can only move left and right right and then when people figure out you can move up and down they're just like what yes (laughs) which is crazy because like all you can move up is like four or five blocks or whatever it is and
1: but it's uh it helps (laughs) oh it totally (laughs) is uh
0: so are there any arcades in the lower mainland that you like to go hit or is it all just you try and just stay at home and
1: I don't there's not really much going on here as far as I know there's Castle Fun Park which I love going there from time to time absolutely um I just wish there was more uh, places where it was licensed and for adults as well after all um you know look at us we love beer we (laughs) love video games you know it's nostalgia but we're adults so so you
0: go on beer cations are there places that uh, are licensed that, like arcades that are licensed?
1: Yeah. One of my favorites is just to go to Bellingham. There's Reset Games. Um, they've got their video game store on one side, and then they've got their bar arcade on the other side. And it's a lot, a lot of fun. You just... <laughs> pick your bottle of beer that you want you get your quarters and away you go you know um
0: is it all just like quarter games all quarters yeah yeah
1: well i mean you know 50 cents whatever oh i know but like (laughs) but it's like actual quarters yeah Yeah, for sure you're
0: not doing the like castle fun park thing with the card or no
1: no that see that loses it for me too when it's all electronic like that that takes away the nostalgia Mm -hmm. and what i want is to keep that
0: so I've got a coin box on my arcade cabinet, mm-hmm. but I just have to finish wiring it up.
1: Oh yeah! And so my so you're goal make people play, <laughs> like pay. <paying? laughs> I will. I
0: my goal is uh, for my kids, my my two oldest, my boys. They have buddies that love the arcade, but they rarely play any arcade games. So I want to be like, well, tell them to get some quarters and come on.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. And then you whatever make you, money. yeah,
0: whatever goes in, you guys make. <laughs>
1: That's Just don't awesome. tell them that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't tell them that. <laughs> no.
0: But uh, it's yeah. It's a great
1: idea. Because
0: <laughs> it's, yeah, 25 cents and then you can like set it for like it's like a 10 minute play or whatever it is. Right. So, hmm. you know, it might really make a cool. buck or whatever.
1: <laughs> that was a really cool project you got into that was totally worth it. See, I think
0: That's Old beautiful. Yale, like we've talked about this. Old Yale needs a, a branded arcade
1: cabinet. We should be the bar arcade. Yeah. but but even just have one right just to start
0: and just kind of see how it goes
1: we do have our, our retro video game nights on Thursdays yes. every other week. So um, right now we're working with the just the N64, but we got a good handful of games. So yeah. always welcome. Just come on out. So N64,
0: what's your go-to game on that?
1: Well, that wasn't my idea to start with that console.
0: <laughs> somebody else wanted that, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. In a
0: specific game on that console.
1: Yes, exactly. Diddy Kong Racing. Huh. <laughs> well, you know what? I heard well. that has
0: really good reviews. <laughs>
1: Again, it's that nostalgia thing, and when somebody says, "Okay, you can you can host this night, but you have to get this console in this game," you just go, "Okay, well that's fine." <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta you gotta make some concessions sometimes, but you know, hey, we have it. If anybody wants to come out and play but it, but <laughs> yeah.
0: but you guys also have Goldeneye, which to me Whoa, yes. is what makes up the N sixty four.
1: That's iconic for that console. Yeah, that and Mario Kart Racing. Oh, not yeah. not, not Diddy Kong.
0: And then, uh, also Super Smash Brothers, that's oh, when yeah. that came out. Was yeah. on the console,
1: that was always fun and frustrating,
0: but it's awful, yeah, it's so bad.
1: It is because <laughs> you always want to fight everybody else that's around you, and yeah, like don't do it, but <laughs> Get there into was actual physical fights. <laughs>
0: but there was like that game just changed everything, you did, like because I remember uh, Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat on Super Nintendo, mm-hmm. and that was. That was game changing. That was like, I remember playing Street Fighter and Blown Away. And I remember my first time playing Mortal Kombat was on an arcade cabinet. Yeah,
1: we got a cat (laughs)
0: hanging outside the office. I got
1: very distracted.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Kitty. (laughs) And uh, yeah, so we would bike over to the corner store that had Mortal Kombat. And, And then all of a sudden it was on a console and you're just like, what? yeah <laughs> i could play this all the time now yeah and the um, graphics
1: on it too were like we pretty crazy
0: mortal kombat like the, the see street fighter to me is more of the precision um fighting game right right where cool. there's a lot more and, and the graphics were just so much more rich
1: mm-hmm.
0: whereas mortal kombat was just uh
1: chunky <laughs> it was
0: chunky and it was graphic you know ripping a guy's head I and spine out of his that's body
1: why i absolutely loved it like i'm big into horror movies and all that kind of stuff oh, yeah. it's like maybe where it all started where i'm like i'm desensitized
0: to I'm yeah this. <laughs> just this massive uppercut and then he falls down onto the spikes it was
1: amazing <laughs>
0: <laughs> but then super smash brothers comes out and it just completely blows away this like like flat level two on two like you, we're gonna jump around everywhere, and we're gonna all four people are gonna fight each other. Yeah, it's and,
1: chaos. <laughs> yeah,
0: and it was a terrible game, at least the first one I thought, and then uh, it got better after that. Like, oh yeah. But now it's just. Did you ever watch the Simpsons where uh, they go to Japan? Yes. <laughs> they just like start tripping out on everything. Yeah. <laughs> that to me is the latest Super Smash Brothers because there's just so much going on. Like yeah. it's just overkill. It's, it's
1: definitely gotten crazier, but it will forever be the game that makes you want to fight your friends. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um. So, yeah. Anyways, back to your Thursday nights. You guys have Golden Eye.
1: Yes. Golden uh, Eye. Diddy Kong Racing. But <laughs> we, Redemption is the Mario Kart. Uh, yes. We've got Pod Racers and.
0: Which, to be honest like that's probably one of the best things about Star Wars episode one
1: <laughs> was the video game was that the came video from game
0: of, <laughs> of pod racing nothing totally. to do with pod racing in the the movie no, itself no the but video the game, game. Yeah.
1: yes the game was pretty decent for it was sure. fun yeah. yeah you know reasonably priced games. So is there anything you want to
0: do instead on on Thursday nights or is there anything that you'd I like to see happen for video?
1: We've been brainstorming quite a bit of different things that we can pull off on there um you know. Just, just little things that people like. And, I mean, I'm always open to suggestion. If anybody wants to see anything in there, if they want to see different consoles, different games, if they want to see more video games, if they want to see, you know, something that's not video games, just drop me a line. Yeah. Leg me down in the taste room. Let me know. We'll, we'll try and make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We're kind of dabbling into starting to play some movies in there as well so we haven't started yet but um actually hopefully on valentine's day i'll get something set up where we can do that nice yeah
0: so what movie would you would you play in the tasting room for valentine's day
1: well probably drinking buddies i don't know i don't i don't know oh really okay so oh, man, I know my boss is going to listen to this, but I'm going to call him out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when first...
0: This will be after the fact anyways. <laughs> yeah, that's This true. is going to come out in a couple of weeks, so we're, we're all good.
1: <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, so when I first started working at Yale, and uh, I don't know, we're just standing around talking, and, and Zach says, oh, you got to check out this movie. It's called Drinking Buddies. It's really cool. It's about these people who work in a brewery, and just like the dynamics, and it shows you on the back of house, and You just get all excited about all those tanks and the process, and it's just, oh, it's really cool. I'm like, okay, sweet. I go home, and I start watching it for 20 minutes. Awesome. Loved it. And then all of a sudden, it's like this chick flick, and it's got, like, two love triangles and all of this (laughs) stuff going on. And I'm just like, you tricked me? You 100% tricked me. I don't do chick flicks. Like, this is not my jam. But for some reason, it's that first 20 minutes that I'm so hooked on it. It's the only chick flick I like.
0: That's awesome.
1: Yeah, it, it is a good movie. I'll give him credit. <laughs> suckered you in. <laughs> you totally did.
0: So that's going to be on the, you might put it on the TVs for uh, yeah. Valentine's Day.
1: Yeah, you know, get somebody else's opinion on that.
0: <laughs> I've never heard. Who's in it?
1: Oh, man. I'm so bad with actors. <laughs> it's um, oh, the guy from Office Space. He's like part, okay. of, the, yeah. part of the love triangle. Um, oh, man. Again, beer I and have to look it up for me. Yeah. Yep. Look it up. Everybody, just, just Google it. Wikipedia. it. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so what else do you guys have going on then Um, at the brewery?
1: Um, let's see. So Wednesdays is casks. Wednesdays is casks. Thursdays are the games nights. Um, so we do board games every other week. Okay, well. so you
0: alternate between board games yeah. and video games.
1: And then Sunday is open mic hosted by the one and only Kellen Sape. So yeah. um, and usually when we're doing something like this, we run deals as well. So on the Thursdays and the Sundays, it's um, a pint and a couple slices of pizza for ten bucks. And on open mic, if somebody actually performs, you get a dollar off your pint. So, you know, just trying to encourage people to come out. That's, uh, that's a big one. Everybody wants to wants to watch but people go up and perform. Yeah. It's a lot of talent here in Chilliwack. Come on.
0: <laughs> but it's uh it's you know it's a it's got to be a little nerve-wracking. It's Like it's a smaller space. Oh, I mean, I could So it's very it. intimate. <laughs> yeah. And you play? I know. <laughs> so it's uh Kellen gives see. me a
1: hard time on a regular basis about like you got to come up and perform. I'm like um yeah, totally. Sure. <laughs> I got stage fright. I'm not in a band. This is not what I do. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, Kellen's great too. Yeah. Um, I've heard him play a couple times and
1: very very talented fellow we're lucky to have him hosting that for sure
0: yeah and he was working at the brewery like in the tasting room for a bit too he he? still does he still does okay absolutely yeah he is not a hard guy to miss
1: no this is true (laughs) like
0: tattoos and the beard yeah Yeah. he's very distinct looking guy he He reminds me of um oh what's his name Nathan Radcliffe in the night sweats oh yeah for sure. he's got that same sort of look going on
1: 100 <laughs> yeah uh, I'd say very similar sound too oh
0: yeah yeah, yeah. very yeah <laughs> not uh not country no um but like country rock folky, folky. yeah 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 acoustic sound yeah it's yeah. great awesome uh so what can you tell me about Chilliwack what what do you love about Chilliwack
1: you know it's kind of interesting I uh I never really thought of Chilliwack much. I live in Abbotsford. So, you know, usually I'd go the other way. Um But now that I'm working out here, like, my goodness, is it ever beautiful. You just think if you want to get away from something, where do you go? You go to Cultus Lake. You can go for all these hikes. Um I love the very much the movement of support local, eat local, that kind of thing. They're just community connections. Um Yeah, it's like, I said, it's just beautiful. You can't look out you can't miss mountains every time you look out the window for sure um yeah it's just it's it's great i love all the the smaller smaller businesses that are going in and
0: so is there anything that's uh drawing you to want to move to chilliwack
1: well let's not push it but (laughs) (laughs) um no i mean it it is it would be a beautiful place if we were looking at moving here Mm -hmm. um when we were buying our house but you know, all of our friends and family are in Abbotsford. For sure. So. Yeah. But it's I gotta harass you about hey, it. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I do love all the people that are coming in. There's it's wonderful people, wonderful place for sure. Yeah. I wouldn't say I regret not moving here, but I could see it now. I couldn't see it before. But I can see it now. I get yeah. it. I'm starting to get it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> awesome. So is there anything else we should know about Old Yale Brewing or what? Uh
1: not too much you guys don't already know we are amazing so <laughs> so you guys
0: are on south Sumas road
1: yeah um, we are open 11 to 7 sunday to wednesday uh noon to nine thursday friday and saturday come check us out come say hi I'm like even if you're not a beer drinker or don't like craft beer, whatever. I, Open I, you arms. can bring your kids. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, kid friendly for sure. You
0: guys usually have some sort of pop available too. So. Yeah,
1: yeah, we carry Phillips, um, craft soda as well as we. Um, from time to time, we'll have our own, uh, in-house made. Stuff, yeah, you,
0: so. your tulip uh, soda. Yeah. My kids were fans of that. Oh That's awesome. And it was purple.
1: Yeah, I don't even drink soda like at all. And I would drink that. It is nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: And then there's pizza and
1: there's pizza and
0: And then you guys also have uh you started making like your own um cocktail drinks, your beer yes, beer cocktails.
1: That's right. My uh my little creative pet project there. <laughs> Which right now this. you
0: have what's your your what's the cocktail right now?
1: It's a Greyhound IPA. So if you like vodka and grapefruit juice well we did it with the west coast ipa um grapefruit juice and it's topped with a little sprig of rosemary just for a nice little added touch so yeah
0: and that and then you guys also do caesars on sundays
1: yes Caesar sundays absolutely so it's never just just beer like
0: there's always something like
1: we try yeah yeah. and see a little something for everybody
0: Yeah. So, what what was your thing at the beginning that you said that there's you might not like beer, but
1: there's always at least one beer out there for everybody. There you go. Or some sort of manipulation of it, (laughs) like the (laughs) cocktails, or cooking with it, or baking with it.
0: There we go. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for doing this.
1: Thanks for having me, Matt. All right. We'll see you next time. (laughs) All right. Bye. (laughs) Thanks. Yeah. No. Thank you. It felt like a good
0: spot to wrap
1: it up. Yeah. No. That's good.